You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Hey everybody, welcome to Miscast Commentary. I am Joe Finley and this is a coming attractions episode. And once again, live via Zoom, far away from me. I can't even touch him. Todd, Tebow the Sailor Murray, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm doing well. You know, you can always touch me. Okay, in different reach, ways. Reach. You know, spiritually, exactly. Just like that. Just believe. Just believe. <laughs> oh man, how we doing? Like how... Also believe. <laughs> Absolutely. So how are things going over? Oh there? my god, dude. Seriously, I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. I just remembered this right now. <laughs> like two days ago, I had this like ridiculous dream mm-hmm. where I always have crazy, 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 awful, ridiculous dreams. <laughs> And this one, I'm not even kidding you. I was like, I got to remember this. And I just remembered at the proper time. It was me and you. I don't know how it ended up. We were at some motel somewhere Uh-oh. on the ground floor. And we are about to have sex. Oh, nice. But it, it just turned into like there was no pre anything. It was just suddenly it was like you were there. I was there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on, like put it in. And I'm like, I can see people out the window. Oh, I was like, the bottom kids running around at like the pool and everything. I was like, I can't do that because like I was worried that they could see us through the window. Uh, and then when you moved over and laid down, I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this. And then you were like, <laughs> neither do I. And then the dream just completely changed. Nice. Yeah, no, honest to God, though, I just remember you being like, I don't want to do it either. And I was like, Bleh. and then it just changed to something else. It was like some kind of a Freudian flip. <laughs> Let's be superheroes instead. Yeah. Oh, Lordy, that's funny. What have you seen? Have you seen anything? Have you watched? Have you, you know, what's going on? I, I think I have. But the problem is now that I know that I'm the bottom in the relationship, I don't know how to feel. Just in that moment. Oh, okay. I, I reciprocate. I'm all about 50-50. Oh, sweet. Okay. It's it, it's been a pretty even partnership. Just to let you know. Um, yeah, okay. So watching stuff. I I don't know. I've been Did you focused. see the latest episode of WandaVision? I sure as hell did, and it was wonderful. With Agnes. And, and can we just give Catherine Hahn the Emmy for Best Supporting Actress now? I, I agree. I said it like last time we spoke. I thought I think she's amazing in everything that she does. And she was uh, gr- so great in this. Like I said, the, the, the main the scene that I think was the best one was her in the car at the end of the rift. Like at yeah. the end of this, don't go to the end of that street or don't go past that street or whatever. Mm-hmm. WandaVision tells him and she's sitting there like losing it. Yeah. But it's all an act. Oh. Even to Vision who's trying to leave. Yeah, it's which was absolutely amazing. Oh, man, it's so cool. And then we got the white vision. You saw the post credit thing and uh, so much going on. I have been, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, now that Disney had that big uh, content dump. Yes. I went on there and refound, which I think was on there before the content dump, which was the X-Men cartoon. Yes, it was there. And I have been watching this cartoon religiously because I loved it back in the day. It was a good cartoon. And it still totally holds up. Great. And I just, before we spoke, got through the Phoenix saga. That, I remember that very. uh... of my childhood's weekend existence it was like every <laughs> fucking time it's the phoenix saga saturday whatever time yeah. it came i was like you have got to be fucking kidding me the <laughs> phoenix saga again but it was so good mm-hmm. and like okay so from watching this and then watching wandavision yeah i said to you before mm-hmm. that wanda is going to be the one that introduces the mutants yes it, it, you know what i mean i was telling you i don't like this whole extra dimension bullshit yes 
I don't like that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And then I went through all these old con- – once I saw Agatha Harkness, I started really digging into the kids and, yeah. and and all the stories. And in one of them, Wanda says in House of M where her powers are totally – like this is essentially kind of like the House of M. Yeah. You know what I mean? How like Civil War was – you know, yeah. they kind of do what they can. But I think that wa- – that Wanda is going to be the one that introduces the mutants. And I said it before. Yeah. And now I just saw a couple of days ago, it's saying the same thing. Like the multiverse of madness is going to be the one that brings in. And I still wait, was that the last episode of Wanda? Well, here's what's interesting is that as when this comes out, the last episode of WandaVision will have come out. So we haven't seen that yet because this is We Thursday. haven't seen, I think Magneto is showing up. I had a feeling about that. And actually it's funny because you were bringing up the whole introducing the mutants thing and stuff like that too. I was certain that Agatha was going to tell her that the reason, because she a few times brings stuff up. She's like, oh, interesting how that bomb didn't go off while you and your brother were there. And then right. she and then she made another point about like her surviving the uh, the mind gem and stuff like that when it literally killed everybody else. I thought she was going to tell her the reason that all of that happened is because she's a mutant. Right. And I thought you were going to find out that she's the first, not the first mutant, but the first but one the first we know about into this universe mutant. And that's what I thought we were going to find out. And then you would find out, oh, there are people like this, and we've already knew one. Which would make sense since they already are. I was waiting for that reveal, and maybe it'll still come. I don't know, but I think it's. I think it is still going to come. And mm-hmm. you know, from watching uh, the Phoenix Saga, the cartoon again. Yeah. Well, like I said, now I'm watching the X Men cartoon. I'm just like, fuck. I'm like so <laughs> nervous about like, which is so dumb. You know, know what I mean? It's like the do the, the X Men is my ultimate favorite. I know. Like more than Hulk, more than I just love the team. I love uh, yeah. they have the best bad guys. They're like Spider Man. Like they have just the best bad guys. Yeah, I always liked. Um, I remember like back in the day when it was kind of like X Men or Avengers. I was always X Men because I didn't really get uh, these teams that were. I don't know. They felt to me like weird super groups. Right. It's like, oh, all these big guys were just putting together. And it was like, it, like X-Men was, X-Men to me is like the Wu-Tang Clan. It was built as a team and then f- went off into its own direction. That's right. I think that's a pretty good analogy. Yep, uh, I think that's pretty good as well. Thank you. But it's, uh, but like the other one, they were all individuals kind of brought together for the most part. And it's uh, like, I don't know, it's weird. But, um, but I totally agree with you. And I, it's, I get the nerves of them being brought in finally to the MCU and it's stuff. Like, you know, you know how I, I just hated those Fox X-Men movies. I know. I just despised them. I know. I hear you. And the, they're just garbage. I like know. they're just, Oh, Oh yeah. In the Phoenix saga, mm-hmm. there's a group that shows up called the star jammers. <laughs> Dude, seriously. They're the guardians of the galaxy. Really? And I don't know who came first. Yeah. But, the, the the lead dude who was like Star Lord yeah. turns out to be Cyclops's father. Interesting. And I'm telling you that James Gunn, yeah, the entire first Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, he's a big. I guarantee you, he watched the same cartoons because what I just saw was exactly what happened in Guardians of the Galaxy. Why? Really? The Phoenix has to gain. She's like, uh, 
She's like, the only way I can close the crystal off is if I harness the power of all my friends. And she's like, Wolverine's strength, you know, grabs his hand. Oh. Beasts, a gentleness grabs his hand, like Scott's love. And, and I was like, this is exactly what happens in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's funny. Not to mention that the Star Jammers are literally like the same team. Really? And that- I don't know who came first, but I'm telling you, you got you to watch that. Anybody who's listening to this, watch the Phoenix Saga yeah. X-Men cartoon. And you tell me that that's not Guardians of the Galaxy. That's crazy. I don't remember that. I was going to actually say how vividly I remember most of the Phoenix Saga, too. And that just, uh, that completely is You should, because it was on every goddamn Saturday. That's what I'm saying. I was, when you were saying you saw, like, we saw it all, all the time. I'm like, oh, that's probably why I remember that so vividly. Probably um, why you erased it from your memory. Probably. But uh, actually, one thing that I really liked in the old superhero cartoons, um, it's not even that old. It was when I started working at YTV uh, in Canada, of course. Uh, the, uh, the original Teen Titans cartoon had this amazing, I don't know what season it was in, but they had this amazing storyline where the Teen Titans were all, there was a guy called the, I think it was the Collector. Yeah. Something like that. And basically yep. he stole. Uh, so the whole like first half of the season was the Teen Titans traveling the world, recruiting other Teen Titans to become groups all around the world because they can't be everywhere. Like franchises. So, yeah, essentially. So there was like a Teen Titans, Teen Titans in South America. There was one in Europe. There was one that, like in Asia, like whatever. Right. And what they did. So after all of that happened, um, it was Slade. And the collector and a, and a few other a few other bad guys, they all got together and they started kidnapping these guys and like sealing. It was basically like the friggin um, uh, what was it that Simpsons, the Treehouse of Horror, when a dude becomes the collector and he seals them in Lucite. Like basically right. the exact same thing happens. Yeah, but it was almost it was most of the uh, well, it was all of the Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans, except Beast Boy. And Beast Boy had to travel around the world and find who was left. And they created this like weird, like little Teen Titans of like all these like random. They had Masi Menos, who was like twin brothers who could go like they were super small and they could go really fast if they were holding each other. Uh, and then there was like, I can't remember, there was like a big Amazonian woman from like Brazil. It was just a bunch of weird ones like that. And it was They're up like to the suicide squad of like the. Yeah, sort of. Uh, and so what was interesting was that like, so it was their job to kind of like save the day. And when they finally got to the place and they let everybody out, spoiler alert, uh, (laughs) uh, then it's like every Teen Titan fighting every bad guy all at once. I was like, this should be the series finale. It may well have been, I don't know. But like, it was like, I remember being like excited. It's probably the most excited I've ever been about a DC uh, property. Um, no, but, their cartoon movies are good. Yeah. yeah. Well, this wasn't even the but movie. I, heard, I never, I've never watched Teen Titans or Teen Titans yeah. Go. Yeah. So I don't know whether, but I heard they were really good. Teen Titans was good because it was the right, it had good the right. to have its movie. Yeah. But it had the right, um, what is it? Like the tone that they were meant to have, you know? Right. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if you did Deadpool any other way, people would be like, what the fuck is this? This isn't Deadpool. It's kind of what right. they were doing with Teen Titans, which is why I was so down on the Titans TV show, because they just made some weird angsty, like fucking. Um... I didn't get through it. Yeah, no, neither could I. I watched the first season. It was like, I can't I can't do this. Mm-hmm. It was like the Snyder cut. 
of yeah. like Teen Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, what the hell? It was just reminding me because what's it called? The Archie had just come out not that long before. Oh, like and the new Archie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the like WB every, Archie. Yeah. And then they had the, um, I wanted to say Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it's not. It's uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They the have the exact witch. same thing of that, too. It's all like just angsty teens. And I'm like, what I are you guys doing? I kind of dug that one, though. I actually stopped watching Sabrina on Netflix. I, I yeah. kind of dug it, though. Okay. But, but I like, hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was so many of those. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, you had this opportunity to be like the first fun DC product. Right. Like as a live action oh. thing. And then they just decided not to. I watched, uh, it just showed up on Netflix. I watched Shazam. Oh, how was it? It was really fun, actually. Just yeah. like you, right when you said that, it was like, oh, I really liked Shazam, actually. Cool. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. I almost did one time. And then uh, I think it was on Crave here. And uh, I just, and I, something turned me around. And you know me. I probably watched fucking a season of Community instead. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there was some other time. Like, there's a season of Community on. Mm -hmm. Well, that's in like, my brain. Well, that's like Carrie. She's been uh, watch, trying to find new shows. And so I convinced her to watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. And so she's been mm -hmm. watching that and enjoying it. And I've been getting back into it. And I f didn't really forget what happens. But you know how it happens over like, you know, six or seven season show. You forget when things happen. Right. You're like, oh, this happened a lot earlier than I thought. Or this hasn't happened yet. I'm like, right. Weird. So it's been kind of interesting. So like no surprises, but still kind of like not really knowing what's going to happen next. So it's been it's cool. Yeah. It's been so long, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we watch so much stuff too. Like, unless something's really gonna yeah. rock you, you know, we're so distracted all the time. Even when watch, like me, even watching something, you know, yeah, here on the computer or something, I'm always like pausing it and I go do this and fire around and look at my phone. Yeah. I'll tell to you look what, up though. things about what I'm watching <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. But uh, which we basically turned into a podcast. It's yeah. just, yep. that's it. Uh, but, uh, what else too? I watched with the kids, uh, last week we watched the crudes, the new crudes, the, the new crudes. I hadn't they seen cruder than ever. I hadn't seen the original crudes. I wasn't interested, but Abby wanted to no, see neither this. Was I never saw it. Abby wanted to see this one. So I was like, okay, what, what the hell? And I put it on. It was pretty good for like, again, like, you know, ju judging against like a kid's movie kind of thing. It was fun. It had stuff for the adults. The, uh, the cast was out of this world. It's, um, uh, Nicholas Cage is the dad. Catherine Keener's the mom. Um, uh, Emma Stone is the daughter who's like the main person. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is like the love interest. Clo uh, Cloris Ryan Leachman. Ryan Reynolds. You know him, Deadpool. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then I uh, was thinking Gosling. You were like, Ryan Reynolds. I was like, what? No, it blew my mind to hear his voice. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, I really knew nothing about this. And then um, who is the Croods? WB? Uh, no, uh, DreamWorks. Ah, uh. yeah, and then who else? Cloris Leachman was like the grand. Oh my god! And she's brilliant. Uh, she's I love so funny. Cloris Leachman. And then, uh, who? And then the new family that came in. It's basically like they find the Garden of Eden, and it's mm. like this beautiful place. And it's Peter Dinklage was the dad, and the You're mom. Quite the cast of this thing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It blew my mind. Like everybody was somebody in this thing except the people who didn't talk. And I was kind of, I was really blown away. And they were even someone. 
Yeah, they, that was Denzel Washington. Just yeah, <laughs> the guy who doesn't talk, Denzel. <laughs> he didn't talk like a champ. He was amazing. Yeah, give that man an Oscar. Wow. Man, speaking of awards, the... Uh, oh, the Golden, Golden Globes just happened. Golden Globes just happened and took a tumble in the ratings. I just guess, passed me right over. Yeah. The uh, They said it dropped. Originally, they said it had dropped 60%, but they're like, don't quote us on that let us get all the numbers it was 75 was 64 percent it still had gone up and you know why because here's the thing like award shows uh-huh. are cool yeah. but doing it everybody from your house that's fucking lame you it, want the t- three hours before of like them walking past and yeah. all the news you know they're all hey, look at me what are you wearing all that bullshit yeah. that i don't care about but that's all the crap you know they're on stage they're together oh, it yeah. loses its magic oh it does and it was cool like the first time somebody did it because they're like oh how are they gonna do a, an award show in this scenario and then they did it and you're like oh okay i get it now and so move on i they needed to your do- mail will be in the award or your award will be in the mail tomorrow yeah they, they can't send it out before because then it's not a surprise because they they got it three days before. Mm-hmm. What I think they should do, actually, I saw um, a suggestion on Twitter for the Oscars, and I kind of liked it, but then I expanded on it. Uh, somebody was saying that they should do the Oscars at the Hollywood Bowl because it's outdoors, so they could have more people there and they could spread people out more and do all that kind of stuff. I was like, that's a cool idea, but I would say go even further and move it over multiple venues. So then the people who are nominated, like they can still accept their award live at a location. They could have red carpets all over the place. They could do all that shit. They wouldn't be able to have the after parties, but that's not really our problem. That's theirs. Oh sure they will. They just don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a we had a a distanced blah 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 after party. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once the mountain of cocaine comes out, that's the end of that. Huzzah, cocaine. The mountain already. of cocaine is wearing a Soviet mask. Yes. As long as so the, it was safe coming in. So yeah. yeah, what's the problem? Yeah, it only coughed on me once. <laughs> Yo, did you hear this? What? I don't know whether it was for the first coming to America or just the new coming to America, Mm -hmm. but the studio Paramount literally went to Eddie Murphy and demanded he put one white person in the movie. I literally just read that before. I'm like, are you fucking okay? Because it was always the opposite way. Yeah. Like, you know what? There's just way too many white people in this movie. We're going to have to get a black guy. No, like, this is so ridiculous. Like, what the fuck? If I was Eddie Murphy, I would have told him to go fuck themselves. They should have. Because what are they going to do? What the fuck? Like, like, you know, we can't sell this movie unless at least one white person is at least in the background. Yeah, that movie. And speaking of that white person, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Louis Anderson. He's the only white person I can remember from the first one. Hey, everybody, let's play the feud. (laughs) Top four answers on the board. Isn't that so ridiculous, though? Like, I I can't believe that this is coming out now, and this this is not being made a big deal of. I know. it's, But, like, Like, literally, I think it just broke today. Like, that's bananas. Yeah, no, I read it, like, a couple days ago. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. This was the first time. This so that we can talk. And I was just Uh like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. Like, I agree. Why? That, what was their, uh, you know, what was their justification? Like, what the shit? Like, yeah, because like I think that, you know, while there were white people in 
uh, Black Panther. I don't think they were forced upon. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, like who cares? Like, who, yeah, like who the shit cares? It, that's exactly it. But who like, it's, I like, watch like, you know, a movie starring all you know, like all black people and then be like, where's the white guy? Like I'm watching like Cleopatra Jones or something. Well, the, the white guy's the bad guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, pretty you know much. I mean? like, who gives it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who, who can give a shit? Who cares? I know it's, it's so dumb. We were talking, um, I was talking about kind of race in movies today, uh, with my mom. Uh, we were just talking about everything. I don't want to get into all this stuff because of all the, just the dumb drama of everything. You know what you mean? The, I didn't mean exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to no, go in depth on anything. No, but and give like, a, you know, we were talking I about the bullshit because the, you yeah. know, obviously, sorry to cut you, but, yeah. but the way that the culture is and the way that they've held everybody down and then to be like, you got to throw a, you know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah. off. And this is what I'm getting at too is so basically, we were talking about the Dr. Seuss thing that happened where the, uh, so it was four or six books. I read four, but my mom had read six uh, where stop, they stopped publishing them. Every title I had never heard of in my life. First yeah, off. me either. So but then the other part of it, it was like, OK, so those four weren't being published. And then everybody was like, they're canceling Dr. Seuss. I'm like, no, they're taking four books off the thing. Now, my personal opinion, I don't know the content but if it was just like a, if it was just a picture, like in my brain, I'm picture. I always picture when it's something being old and racist. It's always like the Japanese, like the oh, assault, like that right, kind of thing. Right. I always because yeah. that's what they did in Looney Tunes all the time. So if that was the case, my argument would be to alter the book, change the drawing. Yeah, that's what I think too. Just, I, just came. If it's the yeah. rhymes and everything are still the same, just change the picture. Yeah, but I don't know if it was that or if it was um like text so i but again i don't know i what i had heard that it was pictures then if it's pictures they should have just i i think they should have racist imagery and it wouldn't have been a problem that being said then the other side is all going oh we're not gonna let you cancel dr seuss and then they're buying up more dr seuss nobody's canceling dr seuss it's like nobody's trying to get rid of the cat in the hat and that guy was an asshole yeah he was But, (laughs) but like the uh but yeah, it was it was just that thing. So I didn't want to get into that. But the whole idea of I was explaining to kind of to my mom and I was like with all the oh, also, also and all that stuff. I'm like, think about the 80s and think about every Asian actor, just anyone. Yeah, the best they could hope for. They could go to Juilliard and the best they could hope for in a movie was taking pictures and going, oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Like think dude from uh, Caddyshack, uh, Brian Tochi from. Long Duck Dong. Uh, from Long Duck Dong is another one. Like he was in lots of them using UHF as the same character, yeah. essentially. Like. And, I'm, and I'm like, these are all guys like these weren't guys who had broken accents who were brought in. It's like, oh, it's funny that you have a broken accent. Let's use it. It was no. These are guys who were like born in fucking Van Nuys and yeah. shit like that. And it's like, oh, OK, be a Chinaman for us. And he's like, oh, I'm Korean. No, be a Chinaman. Like, no one oh. notices or cares. Right? Yeah, and it's, it's really and it was such a bummer. I'm like the fact that those guys didn't just give up like you know brian tochi went on to be like a huge voice actor and stuff like that and voiced donatello and ninja turtles and all this kind of stuff but like i i don't know it just blew my mind and to step in and try and tell anybody who's created an all-black cast or like crazy rich asians with an all-asian cast anything like that or anything with an all-latin cast to tell them they have to do anything go fuck yourself hard agreed like that's like fuck that 
Like who the fuck like? Yeah, it it affected nothing. Uh, the movie. Yeah, that's, that's the movie... why like when I read it, it was like what like? Yeah, uh, we're recording this on Thursday, and actually the movie dropped today. It was supposed to come out tomorrow, so it's on Amazon right I, now. I need to see uh, uh, those, you know, Dr. Seuss pictures, but I, I don't know whether this is just a, 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 a byproduct of like the cancel culture or if yeah. it really should be. Like, I mean, they, they may be looking in the background and it's some general, you know what I mean? And then somebody saw this, you know, when it's really not yeah. like, and there's I all- don't know. I don't know how far it's going to go until they're going to be like, oh, well, this guy. This guy was mean to a woman once, so all his art is gone. You know, yeah. everything's gone. Oh, we'll have nothing, and we'll yeah. just go to a museum and stare at a blank wall. Yeah, and while I and while I'm hoping it doesn't go that far, but like, like people complained about like Disney Plus put a cut a warning on like two Muppets episodes because there's some like racially um, sensitive. They're just being uh, proactive, and that's it. They didn't. They pull went the through their content. And they were like, you know what? Somebody might have a problem with this. Yeah, and they just put a warning up. They didn't take yeah. it off. They didn't do anything yep. like that. And people went all off on them too. They're like, oh, Disney's canceling them up. So I'm like, no, quite the opposite. They just put them on the air. Yeah, when you watch, uh, I was at my buddy's house and he was watching. Uh, I love the channel Deja Vu. Oh yeah, or something. One and of my before channels. Before most of their shows come on, yeah. that warning is there. Yep, and it's before because... Gilligan's Island. Yeah, and that's the thing. Before it's... Gilligan's Island. Yeah, and that's the thing. It was like everything from back then had something like that. Think about Tom and Jerry, the the woman who lived in the house that you only saw her legs or whatever. She was like Mammy. You know? Oh, totally. Ah, she like yeah. jump up on the on the stool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like every, you never saw her though. Why? Yeah. Are they saying that she's racist creation? Well, it's no. When you hear her voice, she's all like, "Oh Lord, I'm gonna get the mouse." Oh, my. and like, it was <laughs> just problem like, with that. I, it, it was like <laughs> it was. They were like black facing a voice. Black like, facing. It was that's a good way of putting it. Actually, black facing a voice. It was yeah. It was something else. And like, I think about Looney Tunes, like the same shit. Like, I guess they don't really have to deal with it because they're not anywhere, really. I think they're going to start streaming on uh, HBO Max. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, they... no way. All the Looney Tunes episodes? Well, it makes sense. It's Warner Brothers, right? So... Oh, yeah. I love Looney Tunes. I do, too. But the my big problem with Looney Tunes, though, that I actually, because like, I, I obviously find Looney Tunes and their characters more memorable in their shorts than the Disney guys. Like, I don't remember yes. a lot. I remember some goofy shorts but not a they lot they should do more like like when i was farting around at disney there was like the three musketeers with like donald mickey and goofy they yeah. need to do more like that where's the newest like mickey you know the original yeah. movie they yes. do stuff but nothing like that it would be they interesting would, mickey if, movie yeah even if they just created it for uh for disney plus yeah but no i'm totally on board with that but what was driving me uh what what kind of drives me bananas about the Looney Tunes is that everybody had a formula. If you've seen one Roadrunner and Coy- Coyote and Roadrunner, you've seen them all. 
right. you've seen one Foghorn Leghorn, you've seen them all. Yeah. Uh, like, they don't even, like, not even new jokes. He still has the, fortunately, I have my feathers numbered for just such an occasion. It's in every <laughs> well, fucking he's one episode. of those guys, well, you know? It's, and, it's, and it's fine, and it's funny, but it was like everybody had that. I would say, I would argue that Bugs was the only one who had more branched out episodes. Bugs Bunny was an asshole, too. He was, he was an asshole, but at the very least, like, he had different stories than everybody Right. Else. Like, he had different shit. Like, everybody had the same fucking thing. Like, you know. It but, was, but, but it was always, okay, so maybe he was in a different story, but it was essentially the same thing. Yeah. Where he annoys the shit out of a guy, pulls his little pranks, and yes. then. Like, like, I always remember the one where he snilt uh, his mattress, the place fills up with water, his hole, and his mattress goes down, and he goes with Buddy, the yeah. hairy. Uh, Nighty night, rat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see, like that one was kind of a different one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and they had the and they had the one with the music. Like, yeah, it's always the same. Like, ain't I a stinker kind of thing? But it's and like, Daffy, but though, but he had Buck Rogers in the 21st and a half century. Yeah. Like, he would always be in period pieces. So he yeah. was kind of different. He was Robin Hood, and he was yeah, he was different. But then when they did like every time they did duck dodgers it was always the same thing or whatever yes. but it was just yeah it was like they hired an actor to do a sketch though so it was kind of like right and they were fun nonetheless because you were seeing something like your eyes were seeing something roughly new so you were fine with it but like if any of them came on in front of my kids i could like tell them like beat for beat what was about to happen like say a pepe Le Pew came on i'm like okay so that cat somehow gonna get accidentally painted white on the back <laughs> then the skunk's gonna try and rape her non-stop for nine <laughs> minutes <laughs> and like that's gonna be the end of it and are then, they not gonna put are they gonna cut him out they'll, they'll just have warnings over the whole thing yeah. in the beginning just be like a warning this is a yeah. rape warning the 60s yo. bonanza yeah so um but we're gonna talk just trying to kiss her it's not like he finger banged her or anything i i yeah but i like it was only a matter of time had, <laughs> had she if had, he did finger bang her oh he'd know had She's she a skunk bro yeah had she even been like like, like, even if she even hesitantly kissed him, he would have been like three knuckles deep in her. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's bananas, but yeah. but yeah, that was. Uh, anyways, that was just my thoughts on all that. Uh, wanted to talk about next week's movie. We're doing. We actually spoiled one for a change. We actually said in a previous movie that we were going to do this, and then we kind of held it off. So next week, you are going to hear us cover. Sylvester Stallone, Antonio Banderas in Assassins. Take a listen. I knew this day would come. Can you at least tell me how much I was worth? We both play this game, Rath. What kind of shoes will you be wearing when your day comes? In the shadows of life, in the business of death, Robert Rath is ready to stop the killing. The history stops here. No more. I quit. But in the eyes of a rival... Can I help you? I'm just uh, looking for someone. What's the name? I can uh, check the plot map for you. The real competition... He's not dead yet. ...is about to begin. Tried to kill you, buddy. That's not good. 
Just in case. I can't shoot anybody. You wish at me. I was aiming at the lamp. Moving target. The last game ends before anyone wins. Warner Brothers presents Sylvester Stallone. 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm going to go into that bank. He's going to be down there in the plaza somewhere, somewhere in the crowd. He'll shoot you before you go into the bank. No. He'll wait for the prime shot. Antonio Banderas, a woman. It's not the same as killing a man. You have to pull the trigger a different way. Julianne Moore. Strange man, Robert Rath. As long as you are out there, I'll never be number one. Step outside, and I'll set you free. This fall, don't take your eyes off them. Surprise. For a second. Now what? Assassins, directed by Richard Donner. And we're back. We were just planning a schedule, but <laughs> the, <laughs> but the trailer finished. Uh, I thought it was a kind of a particularly long preview. It I was, was like, like yeah. it was like two and a half minutes long, and I have it <laughs> and I have it programmed so it automatically comes back to us. Like if you're watching on the video, you'll watch it just come back right onto us automatically, and that's what happened. If you're listening, none of this means anything. But I'm sorry if you're listening. Okay. More of you should listen, but then you should also watch the video. So then you double our views and listens. Do it. Fucking do it. Eh? All right. Um, I think we're going to call it quits for today uh, for this episode. Uh, we got to record a movie and we are looking forward to it and we're looking forward to telling you what it is. Uh, we will see you then with that. And in. <laughs> see you then with that i like that yeah it's the best i can do so how about we just all fucking ease up let's just ease up let's just ease up off my back i blew it okay now everybody knows (laughs) all right so as usual uh find us at miscastcommentary.com email us podcast at miscastcommentary.com twitter i'm at miscast joe todd's at miscast todd and we are at miscast podcast uh instagram at miscast commentary all those good things follow us places uh look on our page and go to our discord and join our discord it's uh not really up and running yet but i'm trying to do that instead of the facebook i haven't been a fan of the facebook for a while and i think that we could really all have a lot more fun on discord and we could talk to each other i agree facebook's the devil there you go. See, so listen to Todd. So Mark Zuckerberg is a freakazoid. He's watching every move you do. Get on Discord. Get on Discord. The guy on there is only half a pervert. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Frank Discord. I don't know this guy. Um, all right, guys. But until next week. Frank Discord. Is that really the guy's name? Yeah, it's got to be. Frank Discord. <laughs> it's got to be Frank Discord. You old son of a bitch. And uh, Fred YouTube. All the all the <laughs> all the good stuff. All right. Until next week, guys, with assassins. Get ready to listen to a lot of silent uh, gunshots. Uh we'll see you next week. Uh bye bye. 
This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.